Let's start the show. Welcome to the Power Friendship Podcast, episode 59. Yes, 59. We made it. Okay, we have a special guest here. Introduce yourself. My name is Andrew, but uh, also known on the internet as Andrew Cutter. Hey. And my co-host here. Betty J. Blanco. Yes, hello. And I am Sarah Gaines, and you're here to get your daily dose of friendship today. And I want to thank you for listening for all platforms, wherever you are, all over the world. You know, we love you. Thank you for listening to us. Uh, give us a shout, shout out, you know, comment, rate, all that good stuff. Tell your friends, to your mommy and dad. Let's start the show. Wow. Yes, let's go. Uh, I have so many questions, you know. Okay, so who's your favorite DC character? Of all time, like top or we go top five. Your top five DC characters. Top one thousand. One thousand. So <laughs> just just top five. Just top five. Hello. Is Hello. Andrew there? No! no. We lost him. Oh. All right. Uh, so it's uh. Well, okay, so like Sam Wilson would never be my Captain America. Miles Morales is not yep. a Spider Man. Um, uh, <laughs> I don't, I don't trust that Black Panther guy. He's excuse not me? that cool. Excuse me. Uh, uh, yeah, Kamala Khan. Yeah, she definitely is part of like some 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 Marvel terrorist group. So yeah, I don't really trust all those people. I'm joking. Let me stop. You wallet. You sound like a good guy. Up guys, uh, oh, uh, yeah, fucking <laughs> uh, the boys. I was like, Oh, that's, that's how you feel. He's not my Captain America. You got me. Oh, best. Yes. good. Ah, oh, goodness. I don't know what happened. I don't know if it's because my phone went idle or not, but um, sorry right. about that. It's all good. It's all good. Okay, it's all good. I can edit in post. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so who is your top or uh, top five uh, combo characters? Uh, top five combo characters: uh, Batman, Ooh, the number man. one; Superman, number two; uh, Dick Grayson, number three; Wolverine, number four; and pro- uh, probably Wonder Woman, number five. Just go, Ooh. yeah, go the go. Mm-hmm. He has the Trinity on there. Oh. Now wait, now wait, now what? What Dick Grayson? Are we talking about Robin or Nightwing? Either or, I mean Nightwing, really. Um, but see, okay. I the thing about me is I read everything, so I re- I've gone back and read Golden Age, Silver Age, Bronze Age, everything. Mm-hmm. So like I'm as familiar with Dick being Robin as I am with him being Nightwing or other personas. But okay. Nightwing's where he fits the best, in my opinion. I like it. Respect, respect. Would you say he's Bruce's greatest success? Oh, definitely, one hundred percent. Ooh, one hundred percent. Are you, are you gonna go, Benny? I have to, I have a ton of questions. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I mean, you already, you already heard mine. I mean, I just I just named all the bad. <laughs> oh my. Uh, and probably no particular order, but I'll just say the five. It's Superman, Barry Island, Flash, uh, Mark Grayson from Invincible. Uh, shit. Uh, is gonna hate me like hell, but I don't care. Hal Jordan. Oh. Yes, yes, my uh, boy, uh, Hal. Oh. I don't hate Hal. Oh my and, god! <laughs> and then, like, 
Hal does not get the respect he deserves. Yeah, Batman hates Hal. I don't hate Hal. <laughs> and, and, uh, I've heard you. I've heard you. But uh, and then at number five uh, will be uh, Rick Grimes for the comic books from The Walking Dead. Nice. Good list. We're in school. What about you, Tev? Oh, me? Oh, me. I need to know. I'm joking. I like uh, one of them. Uh, X23. A lot. A lot. Um, Superman is cool. Superman's up there. Uh, Spider Man, and, and definitely. Uh, dang, I'm looking around my room right now. Uh, Spider Man, I like magic a lot. And She Hulk, She Hulk too. I Dude, that. I love She Hulk. I love She Hulk so much. She's cool. They said it surprised me a lot. I think I they ruined her when they when she did uh, when she went savage Ooh. during that weird run after uh, Civil War two. I did not like it. <laughs> kind of just yeah. made her just Hulk. I didn't like it. She was all her own cool character. Yeah. Yeah. It was different. It was different. Civil War 2 just in general. Oh, oh man. So, uh, what are you reading now? Uh, I'm reading everything right now. I'm about a month behind on everything, but uh, I usually, you know, I usually catch up. Um, right now, I'm reading everything DC um, that's like in continuity. Right. And then with Marvel, I'm reading. Both Captain Americas, so Steve and um, and um, Falcon, and then I'm reading um, Spider Man, Daredevil, X Men, and Wolverine. Oh, okay, okay. How do you feel about the X Men stuff? Like, is it hard to get into? I love X Men, but I'm like a weird cat. I love X Men from the '90s the most, '80s and '90s, and I feel like sometime after uh, Avengers versus X Men, it kind of just started going off the rails. Um, like, okay. Like the Krakoa stuff is not bad, not at all. But I mean, it's it's just not okay. Because I like the Krakoa stuff is different. But I was like, I was like, I don't want to read like twenty seven books. So I had to figure out narrow down what I like. I'm like reading X Men Red and X Men. I think I, got, I caught up on that. And I, I new mutants because but other than that, I don't really go too far from that. But what do you think about Dark Crisis so far? No. Whoa! All right, so Dark Crisis, I think it's one of the worst arts of all time. Yeah, I think get I think the, comic books should be here. just utterly just banned <laughs> and burned, and everything should just go back to the golden age where Batman, where men was men, and Batman hung people, and where yeah. Superman did not have a get, bisexual son. Come on, come on! I'm joking. Why, like, people don't know. People what? don't know my satire. <laughs> do you think, do you like Crisis? Lord, do you ever read? You read a crisis, right? Do you like crisis? Uh, it's whatever, bro. I mean, like for me, <laughs> it's well, because like for me, it's like uh, another event. It's it, like I know I understand it's like the big event, but like every event's been like the big event personally. But I mean, it, it probably just comes off different to somebody who's actually reading comic books like you and everybody else, and with somebody like me who hasn't really read a comic book in years, it's a little bit different because like my investment isn't as high as yours if you understand what i mean right 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 yeah i, I like dark crisis so far it's pretty good it's like the, i'm excited to see what they do after this because like the justice league is gone but i want to see what they do with it like what they i mean okay well you can uh rephrase that like the original justice league is gone yeah now we have the new iteration of the justice league yeah a new iteration of the justice league which is kind of different but it's kind of made by a 10 like John's a 17 year old. Like, John's like 17. He's made by 17 year olds. Wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. I thought John's 17. All right, wait, wait. Isn't John 17? All right, so wait. wait. 
Is this not like uh, this doesn't take place in Future Slate when they're older, like adults? Or no? Uh, like, nah, like, I think John is John is 17, right? Oh, okay. No, because I thought Future Slate was yeah, Fu- like a time scale. I think they can. See, I think they're gonna. I think they're gonna go get rid of like all of them for a minute, and then like not bring them back. So wait, so wait, it's future slate just a what if like future shit. It could be, it could be, but I think they should. Well, that doesn't make sense because like Superman's in the War World, but Superman yeah. died during this event. Oh, he's fifteen. Jeez, he's fifteen. Oh my god. No, that's bullshit. That is not true because in the Brian Michael Bendis run, he was seventeen. <laughs> that is bullshit. John is seventeen. Yeah, John seventeen. Yeah. John seventeen, okay. but it's not set in future state. It's set in current continuity. Current continuity, right? Okay, so they, so future state is what could happen, right? Or is it? Or the head yeah, but that, but that doesn't make sense because Superman is alive. <laughs> things up on how future state is supposed to connect to everything. It's now kind of like a what if, but a lot right? of the characters yeah. from future, a lot of the characters from future state, they decide to move. To current continuity, like um, Jace as uh, Batman, but he's not the only Batman. He's just Batman alongside with Bruce, right? The new new Wonder Girl, John taking up the mantle of Superman. Mm-hmm. But they wrote off that clocks on World War or War World. So, so wait, is like Future Slate like Future's End? Basically, is that kind of how it is? Yeah, I mean, it kind of is. It's it, it was so. What's supposed to happen is Dan DiDio wanted everything to move forward. And go for like five, ten years and have that be the current continuity. But like no I mean, no one wanted that. I don't think right, any of the right, fans wanted right, that. Right. None of the creators really wanted that. And it was it was kind of one of those feathers in the cap. Uh, not feathers, uh, the needle that broke the camel back. So when he left, they had all these new characters that they created and they decided, well, let's just merge them into the current continuity. I like that. I like that. <laughs> yeah. What you, so what do you think about Dark Crisis? About Dark Crisis right now? Yeah. I think I think it's a good concept. I like um I like the concept of removing the Justice League and having the void being filled by someone else and trying to figure it out. Um but I mean it's only two issues in, so we'll see where it goes. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, it's pretty good. So how long do you think the Justice League is gonna stay dead? Until the end of Dark Crisis. Okay. <laughs> yeah. are, you, are you kidding me? Or the that that title will not survive without the the Big Seven. It, um, I mean, we've seen it happen before, right? Back in the '90s, before Grant Morrison took over, they had like what was left of the Justice League International, oh. and the comic was just flopping. Oh, and then man. after um, what was it, Final Crisis? When uh, the Justice League with all the sidekicks, and it was a good run, but like yeah. it just didn't succeed because. It's like uh, it's like having the X Men without Cyclops and Jean and Storm and Wolverine. It's like you can call them the X Men, but are they really the X Men? Right. Same thing with the Justice League. Hey Amen. Hey Amen. Yes, sir. Yes, man. Yes, sir. So, what do you think about Batman Shadow? It's a lot of like. What? What was that? Batman? What? Shadow War. I thought it was okay. I I I. I don't think it was great. I don't think it was bad. I thought it was just okay. Okay. I was kind of scared with Italia stuff. I was like, hey, what are you doing? Talia just got married, man. What is he doing? What is he doing out here? What's Bruce doing out here? Well, you mean Bruce? Well, he's not married. Wait, I think, wait, ba- so Batman and Catwoman are not. Technically, it's, it's, it's pseudo canon. In other words, it's, it's not canon until it's referenced. Okay. So I, th- okay. Think, <laughs> I think Catwoman's and Batman's relationship status officially is 
they're engaged, but they're on a year long break. Right. Because Catwoman needs to go clear her name and tie up loose ends. But once she's done with that, then they get back together. So it's kind of like a weird hall pass situation. Gotcha. 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 Mm. Which, which personally, I don't like. I think they should just pull the trigger on Bruce and yeah. uh, Selena. Might as well. I mean, oh. Bro, it's been in the works since 2016. Remember? Oh. Like, oh my God. And then we get the, the news that, oh, we're going to get the Batwoman, Batwoman, oh, yeah. Batman and Catwoman are, uh, story arc. Then that shit gets delayed like a year. And bro, let's just do it, bro. Like, we like to see our heroes married. Because exactly. guess what? Because guess what? You yourself, Andrew, you're a husband and a father. Correct. So it's just like, why not? That's your readers right there. Yeah, and you know what? I think the thing that con- and I actually talked to Tom King about this. I've gone to a couple cons, so I've been able to ask some really hard questions at some uh, some of the creators like Jeff Johns and and Tom King. So I was talking to Tom King about it, and I brought up to him. He, uh, I said, I know why you guys don't get them together because you want to keep the idea of having all these stories available, like them being like single. But just think of how many stories you can tell of them being married. We've had 80 years of Bruce being single. I think we've had enough stories of him being single. Yes, man. Yes. And some of the best Superman arc was when Patrick Gleason uh, and uh, fuck, I am I'm fucking up his name. Who did the uh, the the rebirth arc for Superman? Not, Patrick Gleason and who else? Oh, um, yeah. oh, I know this guy. I met him too. Uh, what? Why? Uh, Peter Tomashi. Peter Tomasi, Yes. Like, that was probably one of the greatest Superman arcs ever. It was literally Superman living on a farm with John. Oh, yeah. Dude, dude, there was so much cool stories. And, like, even fucking Lois had some great-ass moments, especially when she put the uh, the Godslayer suit. Mm. Oh, you mean <laughs> the, the Hellbat suit on? Hellbat suit to the, to the fucking mood. Like, oh, my God, bro. There was so much stuff that they, you know, they done with a character who was considered, quote-unquote, boring. It was some of the most exciting storylines, especially with Batman. Like, why not? We've never seen them as, like, married. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's not just that, but it's like, why wouldn't you marry him? He already has, like, 17 children. Like, <laughs> yeah. What, what's stopping him from having a stable relationship? And let's be honest, right? The benefit of having Selena on there. Selena's a perfect mate for him because, number one, she understands his brokenness. Number two, she can go with him at night if she needs to. Number three, they're cool with being apart for, like, months at a time if they need to to get their business done. But even more so, like, they're not a stable relationship. Like, if you want drama, you can easily Mm -hmm. make that happen. Mm -hmm. Catwoman kills someone or steals something she shouldn't. Like, there you go. Like, think think of Batman as Steve Harrington from Stranger Things. At first, he came out came out of like a as like a playboy, like bit like a playboy like hottie, and now he's like in charge of all these kids and has <laughs> to protect them all. Yep, and would do anything to protect them. Mm-hmm. Oh and yeah, like, yeah. We, we already have the father part for Batman. He just needs the uh, the 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 maternal partner. And I don't yeah. know why they won't, they won't pull the trigger. It's the same thing with Spider-Man. Uh, That's the thing that pisses me off a lot with Spider-Man. Oh, he's never, Ooh. never. Bro, that um, I love Spider-Man, but once I have one more day, I know it sounds petty, but I have yet to forgive Marvel for that. Oh, I hear this a lot. A lot. I hear that a lot, man. It's, it's, it's weird because he's the only character that hasn't like, shown like growth. and like Venom has even gone beyond. Like He's a guy. But, bro, it was weird because like Dan Slott did the growth, but it was a body swap. 
Yeah. It wasn't even Peter. It was Doc Ock. <laughs> and that was a good run. Superior yep. Spider-Man was a fun run. Superior Spider-Man is amazing. But even like when he was um a billionaire too during the uh I forget it was after Secret Wars, like when he had the bill like the whole thing was like Peter, I done something that you couldn't you could have done but just chose not to. I made you successful. Mm-hmm. Mm. And it was just like, come on, because a lot of people keep on forgetting that Spider-Man or Peter Parker is a is a genius. Like he did that whole suit as a fifteen-year-old. Oh yeah, what was it? Mister Fantastic said like he's the smartest bum out there. If only Peter would apply himself, he could like solve all the problems. Yeah, something oh. like that. Oh man, um, I can't wait, Mister. Fan- oh. Speaking of that, okay. So, what do you think about Fantastic Four, man? What do you think? Do you think? Oh my God, that whole thing. <laughs> I love, I love the Fantastic Four. Have you Have you been seeing that, Andrew, with the uh, the possible casting? It could be. Who's, who's gonna be? It could be. Uh, they're gonna. Uh, Pen Pen Bagley. Oh no, he's gone. Ah! But um, it was not bad. Pen Bag Pen Bagley from uh you. For real? Yeah, I, I I did see that. Whoa, why? Wait, I don't know, bro. I don't know, but like I can see it, bro. He's a good actor. I can see it. I. He has that voice. He has the voice. He does have the. He voice. has a very like uh like very. Powerful voice. Oh my god, I see it now. I see it. But but the thing is, it's like Marvel being Marvel now. I'm like, I don't know. Sorry about that. Oh good. It's all good, man. So Andrew, Penn Bagley as Mr. Fantastic. What do you think with the rumors? Who's Penn Bagley again? From from <laughs> you, Joe, from you. Girl. He was on Daffle Girl. He's like the uh, the guy on you. He's like the weird guy. Uh, I don't know about that. <laughs> I don't know. We do. Dude, I love the Fantastic Four, but they've done them dirty so many times in the cinematic universe. It's I don't know. I don't know if I trust Marvel right now with them. <laughs> yeah, you know what? Yeah, before phase four, I would have trusted them with a lot of things. Now seeing phase four, I'm like, I don't know anymore either. Oh, well, you know what the problem is with phase four is it's just like too rushy. It's too rushy and and I don't want to sound negative, but there's too many D-list characters. I think Marvel does a very good job at taking D and C-list characters and elevating them. Yes, yes. But but you can't do that if you don't have a good like. It's it's cool that you're trying to push Randy Orton and Batista, but if you don't have Triple H and Ric Flair there, it's it's what Facts. are you doing? Facts. Well, guess what they did in comic books? They will like introduce a character. In the big characters franchise, aka the Fantastic Four with Spider-Man, Black Panther, and so many others. Yeah, exactly. So like, like that's what they did a lot in the earlier phases. Like they introduced a lot of low, low level characters, and they grew and got their own shit. Ah, yeah. So what do you think about the Marvel uh thing? Which Marvel thing? The the Miss the Miss Marvel uh controversy, I guess, going around. Uh, which one is it? Like the end scene? Yeah. Uh, with uh, the mention of uh, a certain uh, breed of superheroes. Oh my god, bro! That is such a dis dis disgrace. Oh my god, bro! Look at it this way. My favorite, <laughs> my my favorite X Men comic. I mean, my favorite comic from Marvel is X Men. And you can keep teasing me all you want until I see three little claws come out and start ripping people to shreds, or eye beams flying around. Like, stop teasing me. <laughs> it's nice that you had Patrick Stewart come back, but that's not the X Men. That's that's just old Patrick Stewart. Mm-hmm. I want I want my Phoenix. I want my Wolverine. I want my Cyclops. I want my girl Storm. I want a good actress to play Storm and start tearing it up. Like, mm. 
Yes. You yes. can only tease me for so much. But yes. I, I like Cyclops a lot. Cyclops has thrown on me as as everything. Cyclops is amazing. <laughs> I love Cyclops that. is slept upon as a character. Hey, Cyclops is right, okay? Cyclops is right. Yeah? That's what I'm saying. Cyclops is right. Don't come at me. Well, come if you want to, but Cyclops is <laughs> right. Damn it. <laughs> but, uh, okay, you do a lot of matchup videos, right? I, love I do. I love, the, I love your matchup videos. Thank you. All right. All right. So, what is like the most character that you get the most like hate for? Like when you tell them about the matchup, you mean like who I think win or who I think loses? Who you think loses? Like loses or wins? Like I because I know it's like it's kind of weird because like because I see like well Batman has a lot of like ones I'm like it's pretty funny but I think Batman can be a lot of people. Oh yeah. Um, I think people. Well, okay. The most I think people really don't like it when I say. Ghost Rider loses, or Silver Surfer loses, or Wanda loses. People mm-hmm. don't like those answers. Um, because oftentimes we overhype characters, and I do it too. Like, uh, one of the reasons why I love Superman in like debates or versus matches is he's just a big beat stick. It's, it's tough to beat Superman. You need to have the right circumstances, the right powers. Like, he's just hard to beat. But people are, like, elevating characters like Ghost Rider, who admittedly is... And I love Ghost Rider, who's admittedly great as a character, but they're making him broken. So whenever I say he loses, people get really hot and heavy. Oh, man. Oh. I, actually did a, I actually did a video about how Wonder Woman beats Ghost Rider, and it was one of my most controversial videos. So many people were against it, and so many people were with it. But, like... I, I surmise that the lasso of truth, which is a broken weapon, yes, broken, could number one, it's been used to exercise demons, spirits, gods from bodies, mm-hmm. and she's been able to use it to bind down Kryptonians, Ares, the god of war. Um, she's used it to bind down the uh, Phantom Stranger with the aspect of the presence. Yeah. So, like, I brought up those topics, and people didn't like it. <laughs> I love it. Damn. I let it out. Okay, sure, sure, man. The Thor one and one more one are my favorite ones because it's like I feel like I would love to see Thor one one. Yeah, I would want Wonder Woman to win that because I love Diana. I want her to win too so bad, but it's just tough because at this point Thor is just yo in, in the comics is too powerful. Ridiculous. Yeah, and also if like you account for like old man Thor who literally fought a dot a. Doctor Doom with almost every magical power up in one. <laughs> well, I think one of the things that people misunderstand about Diana is they attribute her as a god. She's a demigod, so like oh, yeah. she inherently is unfortunately weaker than most of the gods. Whenever she prevails on them, it's it's usually out of luck. Mm-hmm. True, true. But I, I love Wonder Woman, dude. I love her to death. One of my favorite characters of all time. I know you did top five, but one of my favorites is Donna Troy. I don't oh, think ooh, no. ow, dude. I, I, I heard now, like, huh? I, like, because new, and then the rebirth is kind of rocky, but I like the rebirth. I like the rebirth stuff, but kind of different. Uh, she's okay in rebirth. I prefer her back in the day, back in the uh, 90s. Yes, that's when I uh I got like heavy into like uh, I was like, ooh, but I, but I like her comics. Like, um, I do like her on the Titans. I like her on the Titans a lot. Hmm. I like that a lot, but right now she's cool. I like her. But I like also, uh, I thought Grail was cool. And I like what they're doing with her now and United. So we'll see. I won't see what they do. Do you think we'll get a movie? Do I think what? We'll get uh, Do- uh, Donna Troy in Wonder Woman 3. I don't know if we'll get her in Wonder Woman 3. I, uh, 
I want it bad. The casting they did for like Titans is kind of a controversial show, mm -hmm. but the woman that they got for uh, her, I think her name's Courtney or Cadelia or something like that. Mm -hmm. She looks just like Donna Troy. They did a good job with her on casting on that. Have the kind of that's her kind of name. Kind of yes, yeah, her Donna Troy pretty good. Titans, I like Titans a lot too. Fun fact. I like Titans too, but I think every step forward Titans take, I think it takes a step back too. Hey, hey that's what everybody else says. <laughs> everybody else says that. And I like Swamp Thing. God damn it, Swamp Thing. Oh, Swamp Thing's good too. I love Swamp Thing. Oh, man. But yeah, DC shows are interesting. Just interesting. Do you watch any of the CW shows? I watched them up until the crisis, and then I just. I just don't have time to. Everybody same thing. Everybody says the same thing, man. I everybody says the same thing. I check it Flash every once in a while, but that's it. It was manageable when it was Flash, Arrow, and what like Legends. Mm -hmm. um, but after that, it's just like, and they're not bad shows at all. Like I like Black Lightning. I like Legends. I like all those shows, but like it's just too many episodes that are too long mm -hmm. to keep up. If it was like ten episodes a season, I can deal with that. Right, twenty-two episodes at an hour each is. I have kids, man. <laughs> <laughs> I think this should, each episode should be at least. I think each episode should be like, like 10. 10, 10. 10 episodes of the season would be perfect. Yeah. In a perfect world. I don't like how Marvel does six, though. I don't like the six word. The six one. It's like six episodes. I think maybe 10 or eight, you know, I, but fine. I think 10 is a sweet spot if you're doing a show that is an overarching story. Like if you're doing a Monster of the Week or like. Like uh, the new Star Trek, Strange New Worlds, is it, it, each episode is its own thing. It has no overarching story arc. You could do multiple episodes a season of that, and that's fine because you can just pick up and go. You don't have to watch every episode. But like with Marvel and DC, I think ten is a nice sweet spot. Definitely. Ooh, I love it. I love it. Yeah. So what? All right. So, all right. What is the like your most accomplished like comic book moment ever? Most accomplished comic book what moment? What do you mean by mine? Do you mean like the like the best... like that like some comic book related that made you happy? Like the most happy. So you want me to tell you a quick story? Yeah. Oh yeah, man. Hey, okay. Also, so the the last moment in comics that really got to me was um, okay. Well, I'll I'll, I'll I'll tell you the story and then I'll tell you the moment. You'll you'll know the moment in, in real quickly. My son is starting to get in comics. My six year old. He's almost seven, and. Um, No, it was good again. Oh. Well, so, so I'll finish his story. So, his son basically looks at this guy who was throwing trash at him. His son goes to the guy, snaps his neck, rips his neck off. Bro. All the blood pours off. Then, this is an image comic? then, this, this then, the boy and Andrew just has a giant smile did, did, on his face. Okay, did, hey, did you just banish me to the shadow realm? No, Shit, I didn't. that was that was that was Tev. Nah, I, I didn't <laughs> So anyways, my, my son's um, going to be seven soon. He's six right now. So he's really starting to read. And he's, doing, he's reading good. So I go to my comic store and we have like a, ten, like a 25 cent rack. So he picks up a bunch of old 90s comics for 25 cents. And I got him the McFarlane Page Punchers, which are oh, like these little action dope. figures. I've seen that, those. Yeah, they're, they're great. I got him the Batman Hush one, which is my favorite Batman story. And he's reading it and then he starts asking questions about the Flash. And he doesn't realize that there's more than one Flash. He only knows Barry. So I explained to him Wally West. And uh, he's like, well, Dad, I, I don't understand Wally West. How is it Flash? And he's not the Flash. So, like, the best I can to a six-year-old, tried to explain to him how 
you know, Wally went away. And like in Rebirth, like Wally went to everyone trying to like, and I'm even getting choked up thinking about it. It's, it's so stupid. I'm, I'm such a sissy. Wally tried to go to everyone to like see if they remember him. They, you go to Batman because he's a detective. He goes to his wife. His wife doesn't remind, uh, remember him. He goes to Dick and Dick doesn't remember him, his best friend. And finally he goes to Barry. And even though when like he's about to die, he, he's like, hey, listen, you don't remember me. But I just want to let you know that every lesson you taught me, like every moment is precious every second counts and then in that moment barry goes oh my god wally and he grabs him and he pulls him out and he goes wally how could i ever forget you and they hug and that, that is, that's like the last real moment in comics for me for a while like there's been a lot of great moments but that one is the last one that i sat there and i just stared at the page i'm like this feels real i taught that to my i i, I said that to my son he's like Daddy, you should take that picture and you should make it the wallpaper on your phone, which I did. So my background, my lock screen is Superman flying, but the like the home screen is Barry and Wally hugging. And I think that was one of the most beautiful moments in the past few years. That's that's pretty epic, man. Oh god. I remember reading that for the first time. Like <laughs> stayed away from Twitter, stayed away from everything. Because mm-hmm. rebirth came out, and I was like, oh my god, bro, when that happened. I was just like tears. I was like, "Oh my god, bro!" It's always going. It's always going to hit. That's always going to hit. Oh man, oh, we were so good. What do you think with the Doctor Manhattan stuff? That was crazy. I liked it. I like Doctor Manhattan as like a a plot point. I thought that they handled the story pretty well uh, with him, and I thought it was a good scapegoat for the New Fifty Two. Like why these changes happen and why they didn't, and so I I, I dug it. Can you explain to the people why uh, Dr. Manhattan did what he did? Um, well, basically, Dr. Manhattan wanted, he, he likes screwing around, or uh, I don't know if you're cool with me swearing or anything, but oh, you, uh, so okay. He, he loves, so he was kind of like uh, fucking around with the universe and seeing what he could do. And the, the big thing that he noticed is like, despite whatever changes he make, the only thing that he can't erase or change is Superman. So the con the concept is is whenever there's a reboot or something like that, it's always centered around Superman. Superman showing up later, Superman showing up different, but Superman always shows up. You can't get rid of the idea of Superman. So that that's kind of what he was trying to do. He was trying to mess around with, and eventually he came to the conclusion that Superman is at the center of this universe. the The multiverse is kind of like an immune system. When you attack it, it it fights back. In the center of that immune system is Superman. It so. was one of the greatest love letters to Superman ever. And I'm so angry that DC totally just dismay fucking Doomsday Clock. Yeah. I, it, it, it It's like the, some of the great... Dude, like the, the last issue... Oh my god. Yeah, Gary Frank is a fucking oh, legend. Oh my god. Bro. He's amazing. But everything about it, bro, was just so great. And the whole message behind it, like you said, no matter what, Superman is always at the heart of it. Whether he, whether you remember when you went back in time to the 30s and saw the car crash or the, mm-hmm. the lift, boom. He went through all the retcons, every single fucking one. I was like, oh, my God, this is such a like a like a uh, like a lane to memory, man, like memory lane right there. I was like, this is so fucking awesome. Yeah, I do. And you know what? I think that's, uh, I think you said it right. Is It's a good love letter to Superman because 
Superman, a lot of people don't understand what the character is about. People are so fixated on his powers and how strong he is. And while that is an essential aspect of his storytelling, I love the Superman being the best and most hopeful and tender that the human race has. One of my favorite Superman moments is only three panels. It's from All-Star Superman. You see this, uh, this girl about to commit suicide. She's about to jump off a building. And oh, she's yeah. crying. And she, she's really going back and forth. And then Superman flies up behind her. And instead of trying to catch her or anything, he just says, hey, listen, everything's going to be okay. Your doctor said there'd be help. Help is right here. And then he hugs her. And that's Superman. A kid dying of cancer and his last wish is to see Superman. You know what Superman does? He takes him to the the watchtower and flies him to the moon and does all this stuff. That's Superman. That's Superman to me. (laughs) Yes, Superman's a goat. Superman's a goat. This. Yeah. Oh man. Okay. So, all right. What is your favorite superhero movie? Um, I have two. Um, first one is Batman Begins. Ooh. I love Batman Begins. I I think the Dark Knight is a better movie technically, but Batman Begins has the one thing Dark Knight doesn't have. I feel like it has a lot of heart behind it. Mm-hmm. Um, um, and then my other one is Man of Steel. Oh, I dig Man of Steel. Man, still heat. Man, still heat. The flying scene gets me every time, man. Oh my god! Oh my, uh, god. my kid, yeah. my my three year old, my three year old loves strong people. So his three favorites: Hulk and Bane, just because they're strong. But he watched that scene like sixteen million times. He's never seen the rest of the movie. Just that scene. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. Yeah. So what what do you want from a Superman movie? What would you like the next thing to be? <sighs> Well, I think uh, as a villain, I would really dig if we did Brainiac. Mm. I think Brainiac would be a solid villain to do. Or seeing that the Snyderverse was kind of scrapped, right? Mm-hmm. I wouldn't mind having Superman and have like some Jack Kirby Fourth World New God stuff. Maybe Superman and Orion and Darkseid. Like, that's a reach. I know they won't do it, but see, like. It was cool to see Darkseid and the Snyder Cut, and it sucks that's all we're going to get from him, at least yeah. for now. Man, oh, I love that movie a lot. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I think it would be good if, I mean, I want Henry Cavill to still be Superman. He's, okay. he's, yep. I love him. So I wouldn't mind them introducing his son, John, and having him be part of the story, too. Again, building off that family aspect of Superman. But I'd rather him be like a kid, not teenager, angsty John. I want, like, hopeful, kind of a little bit of a brat John. Hey, yes, get because that was weird. They aged him up, man. I didn't like that, but it's fine. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. Yeah, we're gonna be all right. Super Sun's still great. Super Sun's still great. Oh, Super Sun's was really great. <laughs> Do you think they will ever age up, Damien? I don't think they'll get him past seventeen. Oh no. Okay. <laughs> oh man, because I'm kind of hoping they do. They make him like older, but it's fine. It's fine. What did you think about the? Uh, did you read the Amazon uh, event? Wonder Woman event. I didn't. So I'm still catching up on. Uh, so I have all the issues upstairs. But like I said, I'm like a, uh, a month or so behind on a lot of stuff. So, okay. Um, we'll, we will talk about that then. We will talk about that when we, yes, we will talk about that next time. We definitely talk Okay. About that. But how do you, all right. So you have all your comics, right? How do you like separate and read them? Like, how do you do that? How do you get through a month, like a month of the comic? Because I've, oh, I've been struggling with that lately. <laughs> <laughs> so what I do, it sounds stupid, but I have like, when I got my load, I separate them up into three categories. Must reads, really want to reads, and 
stuff I can wait to read on. So like I'm up to date on Batman and um, Superman and Flash and Justice League, but like some comics like um, X Men, I'm a little bit behind on and stuff like that. So I kind of separate them based on priority. Okay. Um, okay. But of course, kids and wife makes it hard for me to read them consistently. Do you have like? Do you read with like it's silent or do you have music on? Do you just have stuff in the background? What do you do? How do you read it? <laughs> no, I, I have to do it silent. I have ADD, so if anything's going on in the background, I'm I'm gonna get distracted. Right. Okay. Interesting. Interesting. Because I was like, I just share just this. I need like a little quiet. I try to read outside sometimes. I don't. That's like, it's all right. <laughs> People ask me questions all the time. Like, oh, dang it. Here we go. I try to read part of the Oh. <laughs> I do like reading outside. Like, if I go to the beach or if I'm at a park or something and I have some comics, that's nice. It's, it's nice and relaxing. I can zone out of stuff around me if that's the case. Okay. But, like, music and TV, I can't. You, so, I usually read upstairs in my little hole in the wall. Do you prefer digital or physical? Physical. I think, uh, I think Stanley said it best. Comic books are like boobs. They're okay to see on the screen, but nothing is like holding them in your hand. <laughs> right. <laughs> Facts. You did say that. I forgot about that. <laughs> so, are, are you more of a Jack, Jack Kirby guy or a Stanley guy? Uh, if you put a gun to my head, I'll probably Jack Kirby. <laughs> I like Jack Kirby, too. <laughs> I, I, I like Stanley. Listen, I have nothing but love for Stanley, but I think Jack Kirby was... Uh, Stan Lee was very much the idea man and I felt right. like Jack Kirby was the execution yeah. kind of like uh, Bill Finger like I feel uh, like Bill Finger should get more credit for Batman than anything I just saw the documentary and like we watched so I didn't realize how like well I got it I don't know how much like the like up and like I said yo why this man did he made Batman everything yeah Bob King did him dirty like I, I'll, I'll, I won't take anything away from Bob Kane because he was definitely part of the process. But like, Bill Finger was the man who made Batman Batman. Mm-hmm. Yes, I agree. I agree. Yeah. Like, dang, like a lot of these artists get snubbed and why getting like? Because I heard like a lot of stuff about Stanley and I creating the Fantastic Four and all that. I was like, ooh. So I didn't know. So I was like, I just did like I went down rabbit hole, man. Like looking for YouTube. It was crazy, man. It was a wild time, wild time. Yeah, yeah, but also, are you excited for San Diego Comic Con news next week? Are you excited for that? All that I'm excited. I wish I could go. I haven't been to a con since New York Comic Con before the pandemic. Ooh. So I've been, I've been, I really, I'm, I'm have no money. So <laughs> if I had money, I would go. But uh, yeah, I'm excited. I, I'm interested to see what comes out because right now, at least when it comes down to like news i feel like marvel and dc are kind of both in like this weird gray area where like i could kind of predict what they were going to announce now i have really kind of no idea yeah i have no idea i, I was I was like, marvel has to announce x-men stuff it has to be x-men time it has to and, dude I thought, I thought the first thing they're going to uh release is fantastic four before they do anything with x-men oh right I with that, but i think like x-men's here they're here yes you you know what I think they should do, and they won't, but I would love if they just rebooted the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Oh. The reason why I say is this. Number one is you got to recast Captain America. Uh, maybe. Maybe not. I mean, you can have Sam be Captain, but I mean, if you want Steve Rogers to come back or Tony to come back, you kind of have to recast them. 
And the best way to do that is in a new universe. And even more so, right? You talk about Thanos being like the center fold for like the cinematic universe. Imagine if they start off with the Fantastic Four and oh, every movie man. afterwards has Silver Surfer like flying around and Galactus is the Thanos that they had to fight 10 movies in. Mm-hmm. Like, I think that would be a good way to start. Start with the Fantastic Four, first family, reboot the universe, have it so that you can introduce the X-Men and go that route. I would, I would like that. I would like that very much. Maybe mm-hmm. ultimately, you know, something different. So, 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 yeah. I mean, something different to see. That'd be cool. We have different versions. Well, I think Wars, the, the Secret Wars might be coming. I don't know. A little, it's a little wishy that. That's, that's going to be a little rough. <laughs> but I want to see. The, but I do like the like the venture, I guess. But I want to see. The, I don't know like what is even going on. So I just I think maybe like a Avengers-centric movie, maybe or something. Like the, you think so? Like a stump static, like like a like a like a status quo, because that that thing in the ocean with the uh the um Eternals was kind of crazy. So I was like, okay, maybe they'll do that, but I don't think they're gonna do that. That'd be weird. No. Yeah, no one's like mentioned that in none of the Marvel movies or shows. Like, there's a gigantic fucking <laughs> celestial <laughs> in the middle of the ocean. It's like no I, one's gonna mention this. It's kind of big. I, I would, you know what the the funny thing is is well they forgot a lot about I I think the Eternals didn't it flop or something like that it just wasn't popular I think it's because it wasn't popular but I think it it, it so it did well it made money but like yeah I, but people didn't like certain things. I mean Eternals kind of wish issue wise I did like uh this Neil Gaiman Gaiman did Eternals I think I think I like I read that and mm-hmm. Icarus is different in that though but it's fine though I, I think. I think Jack Kirby would be proud of the visually because it's visually beautiful. Like that movie. Oh yeah. I you know what uh, I, I I think a lot of people give the movie bad rap, and while I don't think it is like an amazing movie, mm-hmm. I think the biggest problem it has from it is it's just too many characters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I agree with that. And and some of the characters show up and they don't show up again till like uh, I forget her name, the one that's uh, deaf that's uh, super fast. Uh, like uh, yeah, she she's. She shows up and then she doesn't show up again till the end. Like, yeah, how am I supposed to care about that character if she's just like yep. barely in it? Yep. Yeah, the movie did flop. I mean, technically it did because uh, in movies you want to make three times your budget. Uh, its budget was two hundred million dollars. It made four hundred and two million dollars. So therefore, it only made technically two million dollars in additional revenue. And like a lot of the reviews, I mean, I think I think people were like like over. Over exaggerated because everybody said it was terrible. I thought it was good, and I thought visually it was like one of the most prettiest movies. Yeah, it was, yeah. movies. Chloe Zhao did a great job directing. I think I would like to see her but other things in MCU mm-hmm. or stuff like that. Serious movies, but yeah, it was it was hard to me. What do you think about Thor: Love and Thunder? Oh, I haven't seen it yet. Oh, interesting, interesting, interesting. Yeah, um, I want to see it soon because obviously like uh, being a combo guy i want to see it quickly but the problem is is getting time on my own to go to the movie theater stuff right and then if i go with the family like i'm it's like 25 dollars a ticket for me and my wife so that's 50 bucks mm-hmm. 16 bucks for the kids so that's now 75 dollars yeah. and then food it's 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 i'll do that for a movie that like is like peak for me and i'm not saying thor love and thunder isn't an important movie but like if i wait three months it'll be on disney plus it's right, fine. Yeah, right. It's like what, forty-five days or something. Yeah. yeah, and that's that's what I did with uh, Multiverse of Madness. Like, I really wanted to see that, and that movie surprised me. That movie was a lot better than I thought it was going to be. Um, but I, I just waited till it came out on um, Disney Plus. What do you think about the cameos? All the cameos they did. 
I thought it was okay. Um, I thought it was cool. I thought there were going to be more cameos. I thought that Illuminati were kind of jerks. So I don't know if it was by design or not, but I was kind of happy that they got killed. Ooh. But what I <laughs> what I will say is uh, what knocked that out of the ballpark. There's two things I could say that really was good about that film. Number one is the ending. I love how Doctor Strange had to possess a dead body and use the souls of the damned to do what he needed to do. And number two, Elizabeth Olsen knocked out of the ballpark. People give her, like, I've been seeing a lot of flack from people about her being, like, a toxic female bat. First of all, she's an antagonist, so she has to be somewhat evil. But number two, she does a really good job of portraying a character that's um, broken, lost, desperate, uh, a little menacing, uh, obviously unhinged. But, like, also has an underlying, like, caringness to her, too. Like she, she's doing what she's doing out of love, like a sick, twisted love. So she knocked that out of the ballpark. I think people give her a little bit too much hate. I love it. Oh, I love it. Oh, I love it. All right, give me five comic book hot takes that you have, as you always wanted to say out loud. Five comic book hot takes. That you always wanted to say. That you always wanted. To say. Oh, um. Okay. Um. Jason Todd is a underrated character and is possibly one of the best characters in Batman outside of Nightwing and Batman. Ooh. Um, Cassandra Cain is not as good as a fighter as everyone hypes her up to be. Oh. And I can go in detail on that if you want me to. Please explain. Um, I like so, oh. so I have three reasonings for that, right? And I'm not saying Cassandra's not good, but um, Cassandra Cain's ability is what makes her good. Right. But there's two problems to her ability. Number one is if you know what she's doing, you can counter it. And that happened in Batman and Robin Eternal. She she came up on Jason Todd and Jason Todd within seconds realized, oh, you're reading my body language. I'll just mix things up and confuse you. And he slammed her with no difficulty. Mm -hmm. So that's number one. Number two is no matter how good you can see someone throwing a punch, someone's faster than you and stronger than you, they're still going to hit you. If I go up to you, Tev, and I say, hey, Tev, I'm going to hit you with a right hook, and I'm, I'm faster than you, doesn't matter if you know it's coming, it still hits you. Right. Although I'm sure I'm sure you would outspeed me, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> um, <laughs> and, and lastly, whenever we see her get her powers taken away, she's always kind of fodder. Oh, right. So I, I like Cassandra Kane. I just don't think she's the be all end all of martial artists in the DC universe. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. Ah. Um, uh, another hot take. Uh, this one I, it hurts me to say because I love these two characters. The only reason why people love Wally West and Jon Stewart as much as they do is because they were the characters of the 90s and the early 2000s. Ooh. So Ooh. I, I love both characters, but. I think that they were popular just because they were the ones around during that peak time. Oh, <sighs> what are the hot takes? Oh, here's another hot take. Ready? Yes. Um, characters like Thor, Iron Man are only popular right now because of the movies. If Marvel and DC had access to the big toys like Spider-Man and X-Men, I don't think Thor and Iron Man and Captain Marvel would be as popular. They, I mean, I'm not saying they're bad characters, but like no one thought about them right. before these movies yeah. came out. Yeah, they had the perfect. They definitely would have uh, used them a lot more, a lot more different. They would use yeah, for And uh, last hot take: Blade is one of the best comic book movie series, 
and not enough uh, respect is given to him as a character in the comics or given to him as a movie series. Because let me tell you something. If Blade was not around, there'd be no Marvel movies. Ooh. Blade's pretty dope. <laughs> Blade's pretty dope. Blade Trinity. I mean, no, Blade, uh, Blade, uh, the second one's my favorite. With the, with the mouth. Yeah. That was sick. Blade 2? Yeah, that one was <laughs> fucking wild. <laughs> that mouth stuff? That, that scared me as a kid, but that was sick, though. And that fight? Yeah. <sighs> they were such good films, and I just don't think they get the respect they deserve. I, I agree. I agree. Blade, yeah. Blade was fire. Blade was, go watch Blade, y'all. Go watch Blade. It's dope. It's somewhere. It's surprised on Disney Plus yet. It might be. We'll never, we don't know. <laughs> I don't know. But there's a new guy playing Blade. I forget who it is. Mark so I'm, in- I'm interested to see what they do. Yeah, I want to see what they do with it. I want. I'm. I guess a lot going on, especially Eternals and all that. I was like, what's going on? We're doing things. Black Knight is interesting, but we'll see. We'll see where it goes. Game. Yeah. Marvel Universe. I'm down. Bring them all over. Bring them all over. How do you feel about like Secret Invasion as a TV show? As one of the as a TV show, Secret Invasion. Um, I think it'd be good if they did it as a TV show. Uh, why are they planning on doing it as a TV show? Yeah, it's a TV show. Oh, geez, and yeah, go for it. <laughs> I, I haven't seen it. I didn't even know that. Yeah. Um, no, that would that would be good. I think uh, I think Marvel should really lean into its TV products a lot. I think if they could take anything away from Star Wars, is that you can find equal success in television as you could in the movies. Yes. Star Wars is killing it right now. I did. I'm loving Star Wars stuff. The this this starting to win me back. Oh, you back? Oh, oh, they oh, they lost you. What did they lose? What did they lose? Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I grew up reading the legend stuff, so like ah, okay. The th- the Thrawn trilogy and Mara J. Skywalker and Dash Rendar from Shadows of the Empire and all these characters when they were a race, especially Mara and Grand Admiral Thrawn. And I know they brought Thrawn back, but it's not the same. Uh, when they erased that, that that bothered me. But I was on board for the new movies. But Last Jedi, dude, I I just can't wrap my head around Luke Skywalker contemplating killing his nephew while he's sleeping, who's underage for a crime that he never committed. Right. That's wild. That is wild. That is wild. Yeah. Yeah. But, we got we got no hints throughout the entire movie franchise that he was like that ever. No, and and like yeah. I said, and, and not just that, this guy took Space Hitler, which was Darth Vader, and turned him back to the side of good. Like, and you're telling me that you can't work with a 15 year old that's just a little angsty, mm. especially if Ray's able to pull it off. It just, it just felt really out of character for Luke. And Luke is my favorite Star Wars character, so I'm not gonna lie, I got a little salty about that. Hey man, what's wrong with that? What's wrong with that? We all get salty sometimes. Maybe we all get salty sometimes. Yeah. Okay, exactly. Okay. That's okay. All right, with all this comic book knowledge, right? Does it paint like like the, do you when people get like things wrong? Do you have a need to jump in, like at work or at any of public outing? Do you, are you over here people like give like wrong information? Like, do you step in or do you just let it rock? How do you how do you feel about that? I'll step in, but it doesn't bother me. I think there's a I don't want to call it gatekeeping, but I think there's definitely a perception of like the comic book readers who say like. Oh, you're only a fan because you watch the movies. Well, I have a buddy, my best friend, who I've known since I was 14, so more than half my life. He's never read a comic book at all in his life, right? Mm -hmm. But he eats, sleeps, and drinks the Marvel Cinematic Universe. So I think that as long as someone is a fan and they have a passion and love towards something, 
I don't think it matters if they get stuff right or wrong or if they know everything about a particular character because at the end of the day, it's something that they love. It's like if you're like the Game of Thrones and you didn't read the books. There's nothing wrong if you just like the TV show. That's that's the medium that you decide to enjoy the product in. Right. And right. I think, yeah. So, like, uh, obviously, like, the itch in me to be like, yo, Joker didn't really kill Batman's family. Like, I'll, I'll hop in there and I'll be like, yo, that's that's actually incorrect. It's a little different in the comics. But, like, I'll never I'll never hate on anyone if they've never read a comic or if their, their knowledge is just in one particular area. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. And I know you're a collector of figures. I've seen your... I've seen it. <laughs> he has the whole library of figures. I Yo, see too. Oh, my God. <laughs> How do you deal with, like, all right, do you pass them down to your son? or do you? No. Or do no. You... <laughs> no. <laughs> no. So it's a run-on joke with my wife because she hates the fact that I have so many figures. At first, she was cool with it, but then, like, you've seen how much I accumulate. It's, it's right, not, right. not good. But it's a joke to her. She's like, every time you go to Target or the comic store, you buy three figures. One for you, one to keep in box, and one to give the kids so that they don't bother you. I'm like, well, exactly. That's what you gotta do. I love it, man. Oh, I love it so much. Do you have, like, alright, is there a dream figure you want? Like, you always want? <sighs> a dream figure? I don't know. I've got a lot of a lot of the figures that I really want... Okay, you, oh, you'll like this. You know what I want? I love the Lightning Collection Power Rangers. Oh. I love it, dude. I've got to meet all the original OGs, except for Twee, because, of course, Twee is no longer with us, RIP. But um, I always wanted to get a Jason Lee Scott, unmorphed, wearing that tight red tank top, oh. karate gi with oh. the belt. Maybe the accessory is like a morpher or something. Ick. I would love a civilian mode of each Power Ranger. And I don't want the the, the comics Power Ranger. I want early 90s. Mm. Like, I want Billy to be wearing those overalls. Like yeah. I would, But I particularly, I would want Jason because Jason is not only my favorite Power Ranger, he's my favorite, my second favorite fictional character right batman's oh. number one oh. but jason's number two and i got to meet austin st john That's, twice and he's no he's, he's the, boy man i love him dude he's the nicest guy bro i went up to him and uh i'll tell if you don't mind i'll, I, hey, I'll tell you bro, a quick story podcast baby do it baby give me all stuff. okay so um i got to meet austin twice um the first time i'm and i got a bunch of figures signed by him it's uh of the flip heads and the original figures and all that the sh figure arts and I got to meet him. And the first time I met him, I was second in line. I went up to him. And I said, hey, listen, I just want to let you know, um, when I was a kid, I was bullied a lot. And I was told I wasn't going to graduate college. And I, I struggled with a lot of you know, learning stuff and all this. And you know what? One of the few things that got me through were the Power Rangers, especially Jason. Like He was like what I inspired to be. So then I said to him, now... I am, um, you know, I'm successful at my job. I graduated college with honors. I'm a fifth degree black belt in Kempo Karate. Like, I've succeeded all this stuff. I have a wife right now. And I just want to let you know, when I when I have children, this was before I had kids. When I have children, I'm going to introduce them to Power Rangers. And he said, oh, you, oh, you have children? I'm like, no, no, when I get children. He's like, oh, okay. Well, when you get children, I want to meet them sometime. So then he walked over. Uh, he walked over. He said nothing. He walked over. He just gave me the biggest bear hug in the world. He's like, hey, listen, dude, that that touched me. I love it. He, he gave me a bunch of like posters he signed for free. He's like, here, just take these. You don't have to pay for them. Like That's the kind of story I want to hear. And this was when he was back on the circuit. So anyways, my wife at that point was trying to, she's, she, 
before becoming a father, I was very hesitant of having kids. It was just kind of that step into the unknown. But like shortly afterwards, like a month afterwards, we conceived my, you know, she found out she was pregnant. So then a year later, when my son was born, I brought him to Comic-Con and Austin remembered me to, uh, to a degree, right? He's seen so many people. And I brought up my son. I'm like, hey, listen, I don't know if it was the blessing of the OG Red Ranger or something, but here's my boy. And I would, it would mean so much to me if I could take a picture with you and my boy so that when I, he grows up, he knows he's met the Red Ranger. Now my son, who loves Power Rangers, his favorite Power Rangers, Jason is the Gold Ranger. Let's go. Every, every time he can oh. say, I've met the original Gold Ranger, I'm like, well, I met the Gold Ranger. I'm like, there you go, bro. Right there. There's you as a baby. <laughs> yes. <I'm> uh, <laughs> that's so dad. sweet, man. That's so beautiful to hear. Yeah, dude. He's, he's a sweetheart. Okay. Are you going to name your kids combo names? Have you done that? Have you done it yet? No? I I kind of snuck one in without my wife knowing. Smart man. Smart man. So, uh, my oldest son's name is Trent, and like we were going back and forth on names, and I I would deny any name that wasn't a comic book or a Power Ranger name. Uh-huh. So finally, when she hit Trent, Trent's a white Dino Thunder. Yes. Oh, yo, yo, we'll we'll do Trent. That's cool with me. Uh-huh. And then she's like, "Oh, okay, cool." So now, whenever my son is like, "Yo, what's the meaning of my name?" Which is supposed to mean uh, Swift River, I'm like, "Yo, it means Dino Thunder Power Up." Yes. <laughs> That's what it means, Let's buddy. Go. <laughs> That's so cool, man. Oh, that's so... Are you do you are you liking the comics right now? Are you liking the comics? Am I in the comics? I mean, like the uh, the Power Ranger comics. Are you liking the Power Ranger comics? I am. I'm a bit behind, but I have them all. I'm I'm catching up. But yeah, no, I love the Power Ranger comics. I think they're doing good stuff, dude. Yeah, um, I like. The- I love the Omega Rangers. Oh, I like. The- I I re- I know they weren't going to do it, but when Austin came back for um, what was it called? Um, for the- Beast Morpher. Yes, I. I really wanted him to whip out that Omega Ranger power. Was, I thought that would have been dope. Oh, I love him. I love him. My boy likes Tommy, so we always butt heads about Jason. And Tommy, so. Tommy, you you mean the second best Ranger of all time next yeah. to Jason? Yeah, 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 I agree. I agree with you. Amen, amen. See, I'm not somebody sees it my way, but my boy. Jason, <laughs> we let me, let me tell you, uh, this is no hate to Tommy, but I think Tommy's a bit overrated as a Ranger. You you want to know why? Oh, of course, please. I would love to hear Tom, Tommy Slam. Tommy was a terrible leader. He was a great six ranger, but a terrible leader. Yes. When Jason was the leader, the worst thing that happened with Jason is the Green Ranger put hands on them. And right? Then, and then he handled it. I love yeah, it. and he handled it. He said, Hey guys, don't worry, I got this. One on one, one v one, I got this. But Tommy uh had the regular dino coins destroyed uh under his watch. He uh, had the ninja coins destroyed under his watch. He had the command center destroyed under his watch. He had the thunder zords destroyed under his watch. Lord Zed was able to enter the command center under his watch. Like, I'm not going to lie, brother. Ta- Tommy wasn't really successful until someone came back in Zeo. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. The goat? The goat? Man, is it the goat? The goat. Yeah. But you know what? That was also one of my favorite scenes when Tommy, because they hated each other in real life, but when Tommy and Jason were like, at the punching bag, I don't know if you remember this, but Jason's like, hey, I really miss this place. But I just want to let you know, like, I'm not trying to put things back to the way they were. Like, I I, I want you to know that I, I, one of the things that was cool was I left the Rangers in good hands with you as a leader. And then Tommy said something that I think every Power Ranger fan forgets. He says, the Rangers aren't about one person. We're about being a team. It's not about one person over another person. Mm-hmm. It's all about us working together. Yes. That's what I like. 
Power Rangers. Go read Power Rangers, please. It's amazing. It's amazing. It's the best. The best. Do you have any questions, Vinny? I've been hogging on the spotlight. Uh, just a quick, quick. one. Um, yeah. How long have you been doing art? Like me drawing art? Yeah. Well, um, so I, I mean, I've been drawing all my life, um, but I mostly draw for my Dungeons and Dragons characters. And then in turn, I'll get like professional artists to commission them and draw them. So my art is kind of subpar, but I've always been drawing all my life. I'm a very visual person. Like when I read like a novel, I need to know what the characters look like. Or yeah. when I play yep, Dun- yep. I'm in the same way. I'm yeah. the same way. <laughs> like I will I'll be playing I DM. I've been DMing Dungeons and Dragons for oh sixteen what? years now. We have like what? dude, it's oh yeah, dude. I uh, I, I I I have like wait. I want to be a barbarian like Conan. Dude, whenever you want to hop in, brother, it's all there for you. Oh. Uh, we I have I have a hundred page document uh, that has like information on every like NPC in the game that we play with. I have a seven page document of the timeline. Like we've been playing the same universe for um, for what is it called? Uh, 16 years. So we uh, I have if anyone ever joined our campaign, I could just give them like five documents. Here's a timeline. Right. Here's all the secondary characters and here's the gods and demigods and how the planes work. So if someone comes in, they'd be like, hey, so Angelus, uh, Angelus Coran came up and you'd be like, who's Angelus? And you could look it up and there's a brief description on who he is and you in a picture to see what he looks like. But um, the reason why I'm pointing that out is whenever I play an IDM, I always ask my people like, hey, what does your character look like? And they're like, I don't know. I have no idea. I just kind of made up this wizard who likes to have sex with everyone. I'm like, okay, well, can you give me... <laughs> Can, can you can you give me like a ballpark and I'll draw the character and then they'll they'll ballpark and I'll just kind of wing it after that. Ooh. Uh, have you done a, a Power Ranger DM game? No, I haven't. Unfortunately, with my friends, I'm the only one that's like hardcore into Power Rangers. Oh my god, we gotta fix this. We, I need to. Oh. We, we do. We do. <laughs> Love to learn it. I will learn it. I'll I will learn it. Please. <laughs> D and D is amazing, bro. It is amazing. Oh my. Oh, I'm so excited now. I'm so excited. But yeah, I got dice. I got dice now. So yeah. Nice. I feel special. But I want like Infinity War dice. I saw them. And it's like $100, but I want to buy it because I want them. 100 bucks, Jeez. I know. I said, uh, I don't need it, but I, I want to need it. I want it. I'm going to figure it out. I'm going to figure it out. But yeah, do you have any more questions, Benny? I'm about to ask some Oh, right. no, no, I'm pretty good, man. It was, this was we awesome. usually turn this the thing on us now. So, do you have any questions you want to ask us? Oh, geez. Okay. Well, um, I'll ask you, uh, Tevin, because I see you all the time on Instagram. Like, like I was saying when we first got on this call, I don't know, I don't remember how I came across you. YouTube, and, like this is YouTube channel. I was upset. You... Figures, bro. I okay, so you <laughs> you you watched my my old YouTube. Okay, yeah. Because I remember somehow we became friends, and I'm yep. like, yo, this dude is dope. He loves this character, this character, this character. He loves wrestling, all this stuff. Yo, like, I, but how I, did I fucking meet this guy? I stalked your channel and like, cause I was getting into comp- like New Fifty Two, cause I didn't know like I knew like, cause at the I went to the comic book shop when I was younger and I would read the like Borders and I said. Mm-hmm. Fuck! What is Ultimate Spider-Man? And I got Ultimate Spider, and then I read Amazing Spider, and I was like, "Why is this different? What is going on? How how does this work?" <laughs> uh, I went to like a YouTube rabbit hole. YouTube was I found, I found Comic Story, and I found you, and like you seemed a bit more like personal, and like you explained it better. 
And like I was like, I feel like I was talking to a friend. You were talking about comics, and you had action figures, and you was Power Rangers in the universe. And I said, this guy is amazing. And I said, I love him. <laughs> I'm glad, but yeah, it, uh, it's good too because it's a blessing because then we, we got to do this. And we, we I, like I said, dude, whenever I'm down in the dumps to like do a workout, I just I just flip over to Sailor Gaines. I'm like, yo, bro, if he's getting to work, I got to get to work. Amen. Especially if I work at a gym, I I, I have no excuse. Killing it, man. Killing it, man. Good work. Man. Thank you. But I have a question for you. I see you rocking those wrestling shorts, Mr. Ass, HBK. Who's your favorite wrestler? Ooh, it's tough. I love, I, Triple H is probably my favorite because he made me understand it and growing as, a, as growing up as an adult, like the hater of like, like heels and faces, understanding how to become like the person you become and like the job you want. As like his journey was always my, like my favorite, but I love like Rock and Stone Cold are great and all that stuff like that. But I love like Chris Jericho was one of my favorites too. I love Chris Jericho. Yeah. He was so different. He was so different. But Triple H is probably my one out there. What about you? Well, uh, it's funny you bring up Jericho. Jericho is my second favorite. I, I I love Jericho. I love how he reinvents himself. I think he's the most malleable wrestler out there. He can do anything. Mm-hmm. Um, but my favorite wrestler is, without a doubt, the jabroni beating, pie eating, trailblazing, <laughs> eyebrow rising, heart stopping, elbow dropping, electrifying, <laughs> death defying, best there is, best there was, best there ever be. Whether you like it or you don't, the best thing out there, the people's champ, the rock. Yes. Yes. He's the yes. man. He's the man. I'm also a big fan of uh, Kurt Angle. Um, I love uh, Rob Van Dam, Booker T, but specifically King Booker. Uh-huh. I thought King Booker was amazing as a uh, faction, uh, not faction as a persona. So, yeah, dude. I, but The Rock is, I think Rock is the reason why I have body dysmorphia. The reason why I have to work out so much. Yes, I'm not gonna lie. He gives me man. I came from Black Adam, man. I'm so excited for it. Oh, dude, it just looks so good. That guy can do no wrong. Oh. I bet. Well, I bet one day he's gonna run for president. I, I guarantee it. Oh. I will vote for him. If, if, a, if a celebrity like Donald Trump can run, I'm, I'm pretty sure the Rock could. True, 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 true. Anybody can run. He probably won. I'm, imagine the promos he would cut while he's doing some kind of like round table with a bunch of people. <laughs> he just jumps right into character. Like he's having a debate against someone else. With just, I don't know, like whatever candidate he goes, how dare you, you Rudy Poo candy ass, bring up taxes <laughs> like that. Let the Rock be very clear. It's when it comes down to immigration laws or when it environmental controls, all this stuff, and he just starts cutting a promo. It would, oh, it would be, be amazing. Oh, I have another question for you, Tev. Um, oh. um, I see that you have anime among anime. What is your favorite anime? Uh, I want to say Sailor Moon is my favorite, but Dragon Ball I knew it! has escaped <laughs> me into the man I am today. Everything I think about Goku and every decision I make of like... <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Even though, I appreciate that. Even though Goku's like a, an idiot, but God, he's on to something, man. You know, you just got to keep pushing forward and keep, no matter how bad things are go, just keep going, man. Dude, yeah. that's what it is. That's- my favorite, one of my favorite quotes from Goku is when he was transforming to Super Saiyan three, and he says, "Like this is what it means to just keep going beyond." Yes, and that was- that's what it is. I'll never forget that. But Sailor Moon is my favorite. But Dragon Ball is like. 
is life. Sol- solid picks, dude. I'm I'm a bit of a Sailor Mars guy myself. Yo, Sailor Mars is my favorite too. Let's go, oh, buddy. Yo, this is alternate universe. This is multiverse. That's me. <laughs> yeah, but uh, but I have to say, when it comes down to Dragon Ball, which is my favorite anime, I gotta go with my boy Vegeta. Ooh, I'm I'm an 18 and uh, Videl fan. 18. Oh, dude, 18. 18 is my dream girl. It was my that was my that was my jam. 18, bro. Successful man in all of Dragon Ball was Krillin. Yeah, my... somehow he was able to scoop yeah. up 18. He got a career. He got a good job. He got a career. He got kids. <laughs> he got kids. I mean, dude, saved the world a couple times. Like yeah, he's, he's doing good. Krillin, man, but Krillin ain't getting as much love. It sounds like Krillin, man. Dude, it's it sounds silly, but one of my favorite moments I chuckled at is when like. I think it was in Resurrection F where he, he got his head shaved by his wife. Mm-hmm. You know how 18 is. She's just like, she she doesn't give a shit about anything. She's right. just cold. And she's shaving his head and he's like, okay, I gotta go. I'll be home for dinner. And he flies off to go save the world. She goes, wow, he's so hot. I love that. <laughs> I love that too. <laughs> oh my God. Oh, oh geez. I love it, man. Oh man. Thanks, man. Thanks for coming on with us, man. Oh, I appreciate it, dude. I'm yeah, so excited about it. You want to come on, man? We can talk all the things, comics, or any. I might just have to bring you over the comic book stuff. It'd be pretty cool to talk about that. So I love how you talk about the comic stuff. But yes. Yes, man. Anytime you want to come on, let me know. You don't promote anything or anything like that. Just let me know. Oh, I appreciate it, bro. Yeah. I really do. I do. Well, and uh, and it's, it's it's been a pleasure. And let me just say this. I can't tell you how excited I am that I got to sit down and talk to both of you guys. Like I said, Tevin, I've always seen you on Instagram. You're my favorite person to follow on Instagram. Oh, With all your stories and everything, bro. Like, I I appreciate it. It's uh, it's nothing but good vibes. It's, uh, I have never seen someone on Instagram who kind of, like, how can I say? I feel like you touch, like, everyone. Like, you're, like, a good, like, glue for the community like everyone seems to get along with you and that's that's something i admire so like i said uh it's 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 a pleasure and it's kind of a i don't know if i yeah i would say it's a dream it was a dream to talk to you because you've oh. always seemed like oh. a cool guy oh. oh that made my day brother thank you man <laughs> thank you oh. anyway <clears throat> not gonna cry <laughs> but to keep it uh what are you listening to? We have a music we listen to. We always do this at the end of the show. What music we listen to and what or podcast we listen to. But yeah, oh, jeez. Uh, what uh, music I listen to? I I listen to about everything. But if you put a gun to my head, I'm a rock and roll and metal guy. Um, my favorite band is Linkin Park and yep. uh, Metallica. So, oh. um, but like I said, I, I'll I'll listen to everything. It'll be country one day. It'll be it'll be sky the other day. I'll be popping in. I'll listen to some Paramore. It, it could be anything. Ooh. I like your style. I like your style. Is there any like, artist particular that like you stuck with or like your favorite? What do you mean by musical artist? Yeah, like yeah. That's so your... again, kind of random, but my favorite musical artist is probably Rob Zombie. Ooh. Yeah. That's... He's done so many songs I love. So <laughs> but but on the flip side, a close number two is Johnny Cash. Oh. Okay. Okay. I like Johnny Cash. Okay, okay. Benny loves Benny loves music. Benny loves who listens to Benny. <laughs> What do you mm, well, since the the release of my book, I've been listening to Buddy Holly, the inspiration of the book. Mm-hmm. So, nice. I've been listening to his vinyl record of the very best of Buddy Holly. So, yes, I've been in my fifties groove. What about you, Sailor? Uh, Elvis still. I've been on Elvis a lot. It's been crazy. I never, I like Elvis until now. It's pretty awesome. 
<laughs> so <laughs> I, 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 and I stopped listening to Elvis, the Elvis soundtrack. So yeah, uh, I, I listen to Elvis, man. He's he's pretty interesting. I like his. I like, he's wild. He's a wild guy. I like Elvis. But thank you for coming on. Where can they find you, or what? Like, what do you have out there? You want to promote anything? Ch- tell them. So, yeah, no, thank you. Um, the biggest account I have is my TikTok, which is at Andrew Cutter. Uh, so you can find me on there, and I have my link tree on there to my Instagram, my Twitter, my Discord, um, everything on there. So like, it's all under Andrew Cutter, and if it's not Andrew Cutter, it's Andrew Cutter Inc. So yeah, you can find me anywhere on that. Okay, hey Benny, where can they find you? Well, they can find me on Instagram at. Benny J. Blanco, and on Twitter at the Benny J. Blanco. What about you, Sailor? Ooh, you can find me at Sailor Games 18 everywhere. Twitter, everywhere, YouTube. We all over. We all over the world. Worldwide. <laughs> Thank, drink your water, too, today. Drink your water. Love your family. Love your mama. Love your daddy. Everybody. Love everybody. And don't forget to follow us on the POF pod. That's our Twitter. If you want to get on the show, text us, email us, you know, send us love, you know? Thank you for hanging out with us, and we love you. Thank you, and come through. We love you too, man. Take, Take it easy, so bro. Love you guys. Appreciate it. Have a good day. You too. <laughs>